Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then I want you to know that this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I'll help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you're able. Because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Before we get started today, I wanted to make sure that you knew about my free on-demand workshop that's available right now that's called Five Steps to Breakthrough for the Wife of an Alcoholic. This workshop came about because I remember when my husband was deep in the throes of addiction and I would hear things like, I needed to accept the things I can't change and set boundaries and detach with love and all of those concepts. And I remember thinking, there's no way that I can do those things in the midst of this craziness that I'm dealing with right now. And that's not the kind of help I'm looking for. But what I learned after that is that there was actually more to those things than I realized. And there was actually a couple extra steps that came before them that no one was talking about, but that once I learned to do those things, it changed everything and it made those things seem much easier to do. And I realized how beneficial they actually were. So in this free workshop, I'm going to share those steps with you. They are steps that bring relief, peace, and healing. This workshop's available for you on demand, so you can listen to it whenever you'd like. You don't have to sign up for a specific time, and I would absolutely love for you to go grab that if you haven't already. It's on my website, MarriedToAddiction.com, and you just want to look for the tab that says Free Workshop. I hope to see you there. Hello, and welcome to Episode 8 of the Married to Addiction podcast. Today's episode is called The Myth of Choice, and I realize that this is a little bit of a controversial topic where addiction is concerned. You will see uh, people on both sides of this argument, some that say it is a choice, some that say it is not a choice. I am going to bring to you today my perspective based on my personal experience, Um things that I learned while my husband was in treatment, and we'll talk a little bit more about uh, how that ended up coming about, and also uh, different research and articles that I have sought out on my own. My personal belief that has been 100% cemented for me is that drinking is not a choice when you're an alcoholic. Now, a lot of times I will hear wives say that their husband is choosing alcohol over them. And this actually becomes one of the biggest points of contention when you are married to an alcoholic. Because if you are looking at it from that standpoint, then yes, that's extremely hurtful. I mean, it's a hurtful situation anyway. But if you're thinking of it as you are you are basically being put on the back burner to alcohol and that he is choosing alcohol over you, It's a lot harder. And I just want to have you come at this topic with an open mind. And I want you to listen to the different things I'm going to present to you today and go from there. I used to feel exactly the same way. I used to think that he was making a choice and I didn't understand. And it was extremely painful that he was doing that. Uh, I wasn't sure that he even loved me. Um, I wasn't sure if I even knew him, because the person that I thought I knew would have never 
chosen alcohol over me or our kids or anything like that. So when I tell you now that my viewpoint is 100% different, it didn't used to always be that way. So I'm going to talk about a couple different things that I went through that basically let me know without a shadow of a doubt that the alcohol, the alcoholic does not make a choice, a conscious choice to drink. My husband was in treatment for, I think it ended up being a total of about six weeks, eight weeks. I can't remember. Somewhere in that, in that ballpark. One of the weeks when he was in treatment was called family week and the treatment facility he was at was several hours away from our home. So I traveled to the city that it was in and got a hotel and I stayed there for uh, Monday through Friday during family week. And what they did during family week is they brought family members into a lot of the discussion that they had been having with the addicts uh, before we came there. One of the main things that was so impactful for me and for my husband as well. And I want you to know that this changed his recovery. This Having this viewpoint and, ha- and knowing these things that I'm going to share with you today completely changed the way that he thought about his recovery. And I 1 million percent believe that it made it easier for him to stay sober for the last four years, having this understanding. So we went to family week and they talked about, you know, a lot of uh, just relationship issues and challenges and things like that in general. And, um, you know, behavioral things and spiritual, the spiritual component and all of that. But they also spoke with us about, it was a doctor who was speaking with us who also worked with the uh, the addicts there. And he spoke to us about the physical um, and psychological changes that have taken place in our loved one that is contributing to their addiction and contributing to the challenges that they were experiencing. I learned that there are actual changes that happen in the brain of an alcoholic, physical changes that occur in their brain. It's not just, uh, you know, decisions or thought processes that they're choosing to have the same way they did before. Now there are actual changes in their brain. And uh, this was actually cemented after I left there, like hearing that and hearing some of the other things that they taught us made such a profound impact on me that I started doing a little bit more research on my own. And I found several different uh, articles and things that actually uh, were in the same, along the same vein. And they, they basically like cemented what the doctor had said. And one of them that I have recommended to a lot of people since then comes from drugrehab.com. And it is titled, let's see, the title of the article is, is alcoholism a disease or a choice? So it goes through several different points within this article, but I wanted to read you this specifically because this was what was so impactful for both myself and my husband once we learned this. It says, alcoholism is considered a brain disease because it affects the way the brain operates, causing symptoms such as compulsive behavior and intense cravings. It disrupts a person's ability to think critically, make rational decisions, and function normally. We know this through observational studies and self-reports from alcoholics. We see people with the disease make decisions that negatively impact their careers, relationships, and health. People addicted to alcohol say that they want to stop drinking but are unable to. 
Brain scans also show the biological impact of chronic alcohol use, according to the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. CT scans have revealed that atrophy, or wasting away of cells, commonly occurs in the brains of alcoholics. The earliest damage occurs in the frontal lobe of the brain, which is responsible for memory, decision-making, behavior, and executive function. Other types of brain scans have revealed that alcohol damages parts of the nervous system and the brain stem, causing issues with problem-solving and emotional regulation. The scans have also shown differences in electrical activity and the brains of people dependent on alcohol and people going through alcohol withdrawal symptoms. Did you hear anything in there that sounded like your husband? Problems with memory, decision-making, behavior, problems with having their career negatively impacted, making decisions that negatively impact their health, their relationships with you. It's because they are being physically and mentally affected. It's not just because they're making a choice. The choice has been taken away from them at this point. Aside from all of this, aside from what I learned in Family Week, aside from what I just read to you and the, the, all the other articles that I've read that agree with this um, concept that it is not a choice at this point, I want to tell you how I know for sure that the alcoholic and my husband in particular did not have a choice anymore. My husband became so guilt-ridden and depressed and just ashamed and just so overwhelmed with the fact that he could not control this quote-unquote choice and that he kept hurting his family and his job was suffering and his kids were suffering that he tried to take his life on more than one occasion if it had been a choice for him to just say i will put this down now i am just not gonna drink today he would have done that he would have done that way before it got to the point that it got to where he was so overwhelmed and overcome by this disease and this addiction that he wanted to leave this world. And let me tell you, our relationship was incredible. We did not have a troubled marriage except for the addiction. This is a devoted husband and a devoted, loving, involved father. He was not an absentee dad. He was not, you know, halfway checked out emotionally before any of this started. He was one million percent emotionally invested in all of us. And he was so overwhelmed by the fact that he could not control this, that he thought that we'd be better off without him. That's how I know that choice in this particular instance is a myth. So I ask that you please reconsider if that's the way that you're looking at your husband's addiction. I know that it's hard. I know that the the things that he does and the behaviors and the decisions and all of those things don't make sense. I understand that, but I really want you to just reconsider the fact that he is coming at this and experiencing this from a completely different place than someone who does not struggle with alcohol is, than you are. 
than your kids are, than your neighbors are, than your friends are, than your parents are, and all those people who don't understand, why doesn't he just quit drinking? Like, this is ridiculous. It's a completely different place that the alcoholic is at. And it's not something that they can just wake up today and say, I'm not going to drink anymore. So I hope that's been helpful. I understand that it's still difficult. I really do. This road is so hard day in and day out. But I just want to bring you a little bit of a different perspective because I think that sometimes just knowing things like that and seeing things a little bit differently can just really take a little bit of the burden off of the situation and really just give you some clarity into and insight into what's going on on the other side of things so that maybe we can come at it with a little bit more understanding and compassion. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Married to Addiction podcast today. I would love to give you a free gift to thank you for being here. It's my free ebook, and it's called 10 Powerful Prayers to Pray Over Your Husband and Your Marriage. All you have to do is head to my website, marriedtoaddiction.com, and look for the tab that says free ebook. You just enter your information, and you will have instant access to the download. I hope it really helps you. I'm praying for you, and thank you so much again for being here. I'll talk to you soon.